Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Johnson switches courses on government funding. Number two, welcome to the Hill, Hunter Biden. And number three, Democrats look to speed through the Mayorkas trial. Let's get into it. Another very um, momentous day on Capitol Hill when it came to government funding. Remember, Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow would be Thursday. Friday night at midnight, the government shuts down. We still haven't seen a bill yet. We have no idea what's going on with that. those bills, the four bills that come up, Ag, Energy and Water, Milk on VA, and THUD, Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development. But last night... Speaker Mike Johnson completely switched his strategy on government funding with very few options. The shutdown clock ticking. Johnson did what he could to shift the dynamics of the government funding debate. He's doing a couple things here that are worth noting. He is making explicit to Democrats in the White House that he is willing to shut down federal agencies unless he has a global agreement, a very light global agreement on all 12 fiscal year 2024 appropriations bills. He is proposing, we scooped this last night, to shift the government funding deadlines from March 1st and March 8th to March 8th and March 22nd. So, all of the bills, THUD, Ag, Energy, Water, Milk on VA, that are due on March 1st are shifting to March 8th under this plan. In addition, he is trying to add two other bills, Interior, Financial Services, and General Government. Those six bills to March 8th. Now, he needs an agreement on Friday on the general contours of those bills to do that. The remaining six bills, which include Defense, Homeland Security, Labor H., would be shifted to March 22nd. This is a big shift, to say the least. That would take away the threat on Friday night and move it to next week, move it to the day after the State of the Union for a couple bills, for six bills. Now, if he doesn't get that deal, if he doesn't have a deal on those uh, six bills on Friday and he's not able to shift Again, this is the plan as of now. This guy shifts shifts uh, uh, plans like I change shoes. I actually don't change shoes that often. I wear the same shoes every day. But whatever. If I were to change shoes a lot, that's how much Johnson shifts. Um, if he doesn't have a global agreement on those bills, those six bills on Friday, he is not passing a CR on Friday to, to stave off a shutdown. He's going to let the government shut down. This is a short-term CR. Let's be clear. 
This is just a date change on all 12, well, most of the 12 appropriations bills besides Interior, which was coming up on the 8th anyway, and financial services, general government. But whatever, this is a short-term CR. This makes sense, and Democrats were cautiously optimistic about doing this. Why does it make sense? Because these bills aren't done. Johnson doesn't want to pass a short-term CR, just a plain old short-term CR without a complex plan. This would remove the threat of a government shutdown on Super Tuesday um, because Super Tuesday is March 5th. March 1st is um, the shutdown date. So there's a good chance, absent this, that the government would be shut down on Super Tuesday. Joe Biden gives a State of the Union March 7th. This would mean that the night before the State of the Union, Joe Biden would be given... Uh, uh, let me rephrase that. This means that the night that Joe Biden is giving the State of the Union is basically the pre-shutdown night. So that's really difficult. So a few thoughts here, and this is what's driving Johnson's decision-making process to the extent we could discern it. They don't have an agreement. It wasn't entirely clear they can get an agreement by tomorrow or what, or, or yeah, by basically by today and post a bill by tomorrow, Thursday. If Johnson just went to House Republicans and asked for another clean CR, he would have been just pilloried for that. Remember, this is how Johnson operates. People get used to one plan. They're cool with it. They're moving toward it. And all of a sudden, he switches. Now, does this shift anything for House Republicans? No, they're still going to be pissed off because they have very few wins in these bills. Conservatives want a year-long CR. That's what they're aiming for. A year-long CR would cut government spending by 1% across the board and spares mostly the military. Johnson doesn't have really many options. He's He's... The only option he really has is triggering a shutdown five months into fiscal year 2024. The challenge is Johnson is kind of refusing to acknowledge the reality that he's negotiating an omnibus. Everyone else seems to be okay with that reality. These 12 bills are getting crafted by the leadership behind closed doors, are going to get jammed through Congress on two different deadlines. So that's where we are. Remember, it is right now just shy of five o'clock in the morning on, on Wednesday. This could all change because Johnson changes things very, very quickly. But as of now, this is the plan. The government, the House comes into session tonight, Wednesday night. There will be a House Republican conference meeting tomorrow, Thursday morning, and we'll see if this holds. It is, uh, you know... This is where they are. It seems like it'll work right now. I'm not convinced it works in the long run, um, but it seems like a decent option as of today, as of this morning, just shy of 5 a.m. Number two story of the morning, our terrific investigation reporter, Max Cohen, um, previews Hunter Biden's turn on the hot seat. He's coming to Capitol Hill to face a full day of questioning during a closed-door deposition before oversight and judiciary. Remember, the Biden impeachment is right now flailing. Um, three dynamics to flag, according to Max. Although he's a big soccer fan, we'll give him some credit here. Hunter Biden's the president's son. He's not going to say there are high crimes and misdemeanors to impeach Joe Biden on. He, to the extent there are any, we haven't seen any 
anything conclusive. Number two, Biden's under federal, Hunter Biden's under federal criminal indictment. Um, he's not going to answer a ton of questions because he's under indictment. And the third thing to flag is that um, part of the Republican theory of the case here is that Biden, Hunter Biden, put his dad on speakerphone all the time when meeting with clients. Let's see what he says about that. Um, we'll be all over the story as it unfolds this morning. Number three story of the morning, Andrew Desiderio, with a good look at how the Senate is going to speed past the Mayorkas trial. We kind of knew this. Andrew puts a finer point on it, is that, and the Republicans are pushing for it. Um, most Republicans are pushing for it, but Democrats are effectively saying this is a nonsense impeachment. They're going to want to speed through it, and they might have Mitt Romney on their side, Republican of Utah, not running for re-election, in, showing, in getting uh, a speedy trial um, in place. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.